listening to the Noble Capital Radio Hour. Now, let's start the hour. Welcome to this week's episode of the Noble Capital Radio Hour, where we explore investment strategies for the modern financial landscape. I'm your host, Chris Ragland, and with me, as always, are my esteemed co-hosts, Mr. Romney Navarro and Jaden Newman. Welcome back to the Airwaves, guys. Good day, sir. Hey there, G's. What up? Man, hey, you know what's nice? We got some sunshine this week. It's been raining and finally. raining, and we finally got some sunshine. Vitamin D, baby. And we did, vitamin D. And I know I'm just going to throw this out there, but what I've been excited about was, uh, you know, how... I just, this isn't a football station or a football radio show, but I personally was really excited to watch last week's USC game. So that was a big one, the USC-Texas victory. Yes. Man, what a fun time that was. Pulled that one off, and I don't think anybody expected that. Nobody really expected it, but you know what else nobody expected was the fact that we had a pretty cool tailgate for a lot of our clients out there, didn't we? Yeah, that was actually really cool guys if you did not hear about it you missed out it was a you weren't invited that's why (laughs) (laughs) whoops dude great tailgate we actually had a it felt like a couple hundred people there maybe two three hundred people there yeah and these are the guys that are out there um for us our clients that are improving property throughout the state of texas if you've ever listened to our show before you know one of our mainstays is private lending it's from a mainstay from a we provide these loans for these guys doing these short fix and flip investment properties in the state of Texas. And that is a product that our investors actually come to us at. So everybody's winning here. People are borrowing money, flipping houses, and people are making these investments and everybody's making money along the chain and we're creating new housing stock. So that was a really, really great event. Yeah, and having a little fun along the way. So yeah, we actually had some heavy hitters there. We had some of our bigger clients out there, guys who who were building 50 and 60 houses a year. That's right. a big deal for for you know sole proprietorship, a, a small yeah, small these are, business. These are real small business owners. Yeah. So if you're just tuning in and you've never done this before, and you're like, where are these guys talking about? What are they? Where are they talking about? You can find out more about us at noblecapital.com. I also believe we have some social media. We have the media. Some some places where where you could go find us on social media. It's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram is going to be the best place to find us. This radio show, the Noble Capital Radio Hour. If you're interested, uh, just look up Noble Capital, at Noble Capital, any one of those things, and you'll find us. That's right. So yep. we are, at our core, a retirement planning, private lending, and real estate company. Those are the things that we really enjoy talking about. So last week, we actually talked about, essentially, you know, the the baby boomers is really kind of what we dove into. And we were talking about how they're experiencing moving into retirement after going through the Great Recession. And it's a little bit different this time around because many of them have some lessons learned because just a decade ago, they were finishing coming off this Great Recession. And now we're at all-time highs in the marketplace and we were like, hey, don't make the same mistakes twice or don't make the mistakes that you know the guys just a half a generation in front of you made. Well, even, even their generation. I think the beginning of the boomer generation was happening during the recession. They were re- ready to exit and retire and boom, yeah. the, the market dropped, the world kind of came to a screeching halt. So yeah, the, the boomers are still in it. Yeah, so we're talking about a different subject today, but maybe uh, the same audience, if you will. So we're still targeting individuals that are baby boomers, essentially, from a retirement planning standpoint. And today's episode name is I Got Nothing. 
It's like, That's my comment. <laughs> right. I got nothing. But what we're talking about is relying on certain things in retirement. So there's a lot of things that we rely on. Probably the number one thing that people think about when they think about what they're relying on, especially from a government provided thing, is healthcare. I don't know if it's healthcare, but you're right. It probably yeah. is healthcare. They think about healthcare and social security. Social security, right? Yeah. So, but social services—that's what they're thinking about, and and they're thinking healthcare. They're like, well, I've always got that to fall back on. You know, the topic of today's show literally keeps me up at night. Really? Not because we're going to talk about it on the air. That's one reason. Yeah. But just because it's a reality, man. It's because it is a reality. We're talking about long-term healthcare. We're talking about you know Medicare, right? That's right. For a minute, I thought when you said that, Romney, that you, I thought the topic was I got nothing. And that, that's keeping you up at night. Like, <laughs> right. I, we, that's also keeping Romney up at night. I haven't slept in years. Come on. We know your wife's encouraging you. You, you got something. Um, there you go. Okay. So anyway, when we talk healthcare, this is Jaden here uh, for the audience. You know, this is always, this is one of those things where you hear, all right, on the radio today, we're talking about healthcare and you kind of roll your eyes like, oh. Boring. Yeah. Here we go again. But let me just kick this off as to why we do this, why we talk about healthcare. You know, we don't get paid to give healthcare advice uh, to our clients on, on, from a retirement and wealth management planning standpoint. But it's a huge part of a retirement plan. And honestly, we couldn't look you in the eye and tell you that we've given you a complete retirement plan until we've dealt with the subject of healthcare. Uh, we're going to get into it in today's show, but I, I think before we kind of dive in keeping with our custom. Maybe we go see what Sean on the street is up yeah, to. Yeah, we'll see. Who's, who's Sean going to ambush today and ask about healthcare, right? No idea, guys. But but if you haven't tuned in and this is the first time you're listening, you have to understand that every week we our producer, Sean Harris, goes out there and hits the streets, talks to strangers, gets shot down, but every once in a while grabs some nuggets that he could use and we turn it into content for today's show. And it's ba- basically what the talking about what we're talking about today, which is I've got nothing or specifically healthcare. So let's see what, what Sean picked up and then we'll come back and break it down. This is Sean on the street. And this week we're going to go out into the wide world and we're going to find some people to talk to about Medicare. And we're out here just kind of um, getting some opinions from people on some financial matters. I was wondering if I could ask you like two questions real quick. It's totally anonymous. We won't use your name or anything. I'm sorry. I really got to run. Okay. I understand. Well, thanks anyway. You You too. I was wondering if I could just ask you all a couple of quick questions. We have a problem. We don't speak really well. Oh, okay. Okay. That's (laughs) fair. That's okay. Have a nice day. Hey, we're with the Noble Capital Radio Hour. I was wondering if I could just ask you a couple of questions real quick. Not right now, sorry. Okay, fair enough. Have a good day. You too. Do you mind if I ask you a couple of really quick questions about Medicare? Uh, no, I've, I've got to be at a meeting. Uh, okay. So. Hey, excuse me, folks. I'm with the Noble Capital Radio Hour. Do you mind if I ask you just a couple of really quick questions? I have no time, brother. I'm sorry. Excuse me, folks. I'm with the Noble Capital Radio Hour. Do you mind if I ask you a couple of really quick questions? Excuse me, sir. We're with the Noble Capital Radio Hour. Could I ask you a couple of really quick questions for a segment we're putting together? I'm actually headed back to work. I'm on my lunch break. All right, fair enough. Well, have a good one. We're doing an episode about Medicare during retirement, and I was wondering if I could ask you a couple of really quick questions. Sorry. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Okay, have a good day. I feel like we have better luck in front of the Apple store. Mm Can you tell me about the current state of Medicare for retirees in the United States? Way too complicated. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Thanks, y'all. Have a good one. 
I was wondering if I could ask you a couple of questions about Medicare. I peel your head all the way to the white meat. <sighs> Yikes. Sorry, guys. I got nothing. For better or worse, this has been Sean on the Street with the Noble Capital Radio Hour. Back to you, Chris. Boy, that's a hard act to follow, man. I think, God. I think he made his point pretty uh, pretty clear there. Oh uh, for 10. Oh for 10. Uh, uh, oh for... How many of us, though, to be honest, if I was out there and somebody walked up to me and said, hey, I want to talk to you about Medicare, I would have said the exact same thing. I, I, I don't have time for that right now. Yeah, absolutely, that's what I would have <clears> said. It's because I don't I, run away from right, the guy. It's because the average person is, is honestly uninformed, right, or, or ill-informed at best, or emotionally not ready to have some of that conversation. It's in, Maybe with me, and I believe I fit into kind of the majority of the, of the demographic, for some reason I've always thought that, it's kind of that look in the mirror like, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, that's, like, I'm not ready to face that. Mm-mm. Yeah, and that's, boy, that's tough. So, Jaden, like, and you're, you're in there, you and, and Jess and your advisors, I'm sure this is like the most exciting part of the conversation, right? It really is something that, <laughs> pe- you know, people just don't, I mean, just don't like to talk about you, the the thought of of growing old and and becoming ill or having healthcare problems that are going to affect your lifestyle. I mean, come on, uh, who who wants to even think or talk about that kind of stuff? You know, what's funny though, every single year you hear the surveys. You know, two, three, three quarters of the people surveyed out there say healthcare is the biggest fear entering retirement. Yeah. Every single year, it never changes. Yet that's the response. No, it's it's right on, and we're going to break it down because it's not. You know, there's a couple different waves that you get hit with healthcare. It's not just go, getting Medicare, but then you got to think about long-term care too, which Medicare does not cover. So, hope Look, I didn't just t- take it from wor- bad to worse here. I think, but, I think this is the boogeyman, right? Nobody really wants to admit. No one wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to put it out in the room. But we're here, and we're ready to talk about it. Right? That's the thing. So I know there's some of you out there listening right now. They're just saying, I've been putting this off. I don't want to do it. Okay, maybe this is my chance. I want to talk about it. So I'm throwing it out there. So yeah, if, do you it. Want to, if you want to come and talk to us. Let's do it. Just text us. Text us the word SECURE, S-E-C-U-R-E, to the number 313131. We will register you for an upcoming retirement blueprint dinner. And right there, you're going to learn all you need to learn about uh, long-term health, but everything else, specifically your income planning needs. You're going to need that. So let's talk about it. That's great. I think that's the invitation that we're putting out there. We want you to feel secure in your retirement. So text SECURE to 313131, and we'll bring you in here, and we will talk about it. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Listen to Talk 1370 anytime, anywhere with the all-new Radio.com app. Check your phone's app store or visit Talk1370.com slash app. You're tuned in to the Noble Capital Radio Hour. Welcome back to the show where we're discussing everyone's favorite topic, healthcare and retirement. (laughs) On a serious note, this is the the boogeyman episode, or this is the elephant in the room episode. This is the one that people don't want to really dive into and talk about. So we're Noble Capital, and we do break down serious topics in retirement planning, private lending, and real estate. And we do a lot of this for our clients that are that tend to be in the upper in, upper income and sometimes in the upper age brackets. And specifically, we're talking about healthcare and retirement. You have to have a plan, just like you have an investment plan for retirement, just like you have, and I hope you have an estate plan, and I hope you have some legacy planning. You must have 
a health care plan. And that's that's essentially what we're talking about here today. And I'm going to tee this up for Jaden to, to tell us some of this about his experiences that he's had with some of our clients that have come into this office. Because I'll tell you right up, if, if you're relying on Medicaid to cover all of your health care costs, you're, you're going to come up short. Absolutely. We, we'll talk about Medicaid here in a minute and where, where that might come into the picture as like a, a last resort. But it's when you start looking at the healthcare and retirement landscape, the, the first thing we're all going to deal with here is essentially looking at age 65 as, as a critical date, a critical benchmark, because that's when you can turn on your Medicare. And, and then you get to choose a Medicare supplement if you want and you know, m- m- essentially customize it to minimize your cost or minimize your risk, just depending on how, how you look at healthcare. But the first thing that we, sh- we should talk about, fellas, is, you know, what if you're going to retire early? What if you retire, you want to retire at 55 or, or 50 or, or maybe even 60? Like just basic but, healthcare? Yeah, is that what, what you're talking about? Well, you're saying there's got to be a bridge, right? Sure. That's exactly, Chris. It's a bridge to get from, let's say, age 55, 60 to 65 you're getting thrown out there to the wolves to go figure out how to have healthcare insurance, health insurance, uh, until Medicare is going to kick in. So that's one of the first things we have to talk about is is how do you approach that? And yeah, what are people doing? I mean, they go into the exchanges mm-hmm. and like, I mean, do you go to healthcare.com and just start trying to figure this out? Pe- people come all, all over the map on this one. I'm one of the the best case scenarios is maybe you have a spouse that's still working that you can become, you can join their group insurance. That right. you know, if you look for solutions like that, that's that's ideal. Or you're a business owner and you get to be a freeloader. Yep, exactly. <laughs> right. Maybe you have a way of still being part of some type of group insurance. If if you don't have that, then you are on your own to go out there and acquire health health insurance. And you know, that's a that that's a volatile market, and and after Obamacare, you, you've heard a lot about how the the premiums on that um, have 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 been different for for different segments, different age groups, and you know there there's been a lot of insurers exiting the space because of that. So it, it is difficult now to find private insurance for for yourself. Now we've got people we can hook you up with. That what we do if they're asking for us help, we don't sell healthcare insurance. But we have some some uh, some great professionals that we can send you to, and some some resources because there are now some some groups, especially that you can become part of that are private groups, and a lot a lot of people qualify for those, and they just don't know who they are. But that's the direction we would we would point you until you can qualify for Medicare at age sixty five. You know, healthcare. So even for working professionals, just the working class, if you survey 100 Americans, 100, if you ask them, is healthcare expensive? 100% of them are going to say, yes, too expensive. And then can you imagine those same 100 Americans get to retirement and have zero income? I mean, obviously there's some planning that has to go through, go on, but what if they retire early and they, they don't have that gap bridge? Boy, that's scary. Yeah, that's retiring scary early me. may not be an option simply because of healthcare. I've seen that too, where I've watched people who should probably have retired, but you know when they looked at their analysis in terms of the support systems that they needed access to, they realized that they didn't have enough money, and then they were kind of trapped in a career just for this. Like it was just poor planning, is what it was. I have a I have a brother who's kind of living through that now. He's like, I'm just holding off until I get to this age. Yeah, because of, because of healthcare. 
Man. Yeah, it's would be alarming. I don't have the statistic here, but how many people actually just don't have coverage or just risk winging it? Yeah, sure. And especially at that age, not not a good not a good idea. Here's a true story. Yesterday, yeah, yesterday I was over at my neighbor's house in the morning. I saw a buddy of his there, and I was I hadn't seen him in years, so I went and shook his hand, and I was like, "Man, it's been a long time." Blah blah blah. Everybody good? Family good? Everybody? Yeah, everything's great. He's like, "I'm retired." I was like, "Good for you, good for you." And he's like, "But my wife's still working. She's got a few more years." And so we just started talking about his expenses. We, I don't know why he started talking about that. I did not ask. He's what you do when you retire. I guess you do, man. He <laughs> yeah. really had a lot. He was talking about North Korea, everything. But anyway, we started talking and he tells me, he goes, yeah, my wife's still working, so I'm on her health care. And he's like, but when she retires... I don't know. Knock on something. Knock on wood, man, because that's the end of it. I don't and, know how I'm going to pay for that. And this is just health care. That's different from long-term care. And I yes. know a lot of people mix these up. They think they're the same thing even. That That's right, Chris. The... So net, after we f- get through that bridge, start Medicare, then you're then you're selling smooth until you come to the time that you need long-term care. And there is a distinction that's very important for the audience. Medicare does not cover long-term care. You can go broke uh, if you can qualify for Medicaid, and, and there is a long-term care program in Medicaid. But if you want to go stand in line with all the other broke people for your medical care, which isn't a good solution for for our clients, it's definitely not what we're going to appoint them and plan for. Um, then then that would be the fallback plan. But it it is a fact that long term care, which is defined essentially as that that last three to five years of your life, this is probably the least desirable thing to talk about because now we're talking about something that gets in touch with our mortality. So basically, how are you going to wind down and, and have that care until you take your last breath? So when we talk about long-term care, we're opening Pandora's box here. I mean, there's all kinds of mixed opinions about how to deal with long-term care. Everything from, um, you know, the government should step in to, you know, people should deal with it on their own to now, I'll tell a quick story. You're, you're hearing a lot of people talk like this. I've got a a client that came in and we were talking about long-term care and this is very typical as a husband wife. And of course the guy is kind of just, you know, acting like t- Mr. Tough guy. He doesn't really want to even talk about his, his long-term care, but he wants to make sure the missus is taken care of. So the way he explained it to me is he told me that he's looked all the way back in, in, in his, um, cust- as it is cu- customary for his family, um, uh, his, his, uh, background and ethnicity, he says that what what they want to do is just stick with the tradition, and what that is that when he gets to where he can't keep up with the the, the family anymore, the tribe, he he has Native American uh, culture in his background. He wants to just be taken out on a cold night. What they would do is as a, as a tribe, as a family, go out into the desert, and they would have a ceremony, and then they would all say goodbye and just leave him under a tree on a cold night. And then, um, and and that would be essentially it for him. So that was his long term care plan for himself. He's, it's cheap. Yeah, it's, man, so. that's tough. I, I hate to joke about this, but my dad and I joke about it because he's facing. You know, uh, he knows where his goal line is, or he knows where the end is. And he talks to me. His similar story was, "Hey, we're just going to go on a really great deep sea fishing trip, okay?" <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> There's another one. Yeah, <laughs> but and, and, but this is a real thing. There's many states. I don't know how many states now um, actually allow. Um, a, a doctor-assisted uh, suicide, essentially. Goodness yes, gracious! Man, this just got dark, right? very dark. No, yes. I mean it's a true. It's, it's, it's a. It's a. So, but you have to. You have to be willing to talk about that because literally, that that's where we're at, at at this point in our life. Some people just don't even care. They want to give up, but really, 
doing that is very controversial and it's 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 probably not um you know going to be looked upon favorably by the family so most of us fall in a camp where we're going to we're going to actually have to struggle and go through those healthcare issues um you know may, maybe it's not a long time maybe you're, you're maybe you don't have much uh much time at all and you don't need a lot of care maybe you have a cognitive disorder on the other side that takes a decade of long-term care. Yeah, it can take a lot longer when you have those issues. So, and, and I get, I'm seeing that firsthand in some of my family members. But we're talking about some serious expenses here. Like I'm seeing ranges from six, eight, ten, even twelve thousand dollars per month for long-term care. Yep. And I mean, if you're not prepped for that, that's in, that that is scary. That's where a lot of fear mongering starts to take place. And we want to get into this in the next segment. But Chris, you started it off right there. You can spend upwards of twelve, fifteen thousand a month on your long-term care. So let's talk about how that works in the next. Segment. Yeah, I mean that's scary to me. But if you want to hear from us directly, send us a text. You're going to send the word "secure" to thirty-one, thirty-one, thirty-one. This is the kind of stuff we're going to talk about at our seminars or our dinners where we invite you out. So come out and join us. We'd love to see you again. Text "secure" to thirty-one, thirty-one, thirty-one. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the show. If you're just joining us, we're talking about everybody's favorite subject, healthcare in retirement, long-term healthcare, long-term health planning. We're talking about the things today that people just normally don't want to talk about. So if you're just tuning in, you can find us at noblecapital.com where you can also download any of our episodes on your podcast. You can do that on your Apple device or your Android device, and you can find us again online at noblecapital.com. Yep, we're all over Facebook, we're all over Twitter, we're all over Instagram. Definitely give us a shout out there. Engage, please engage, we love those. And you know what? If anything that we're talking about today is interesting, especially the planning portion of it, especially as we start talking about long-term care, that thing that nobody really cares to talk about, you should join us at a retirement blueprint dinner. We have them all over the city of Austin and we've got a couple coming up here in the next couple of weeks. Text the keyword SECURE, S-E-C, U-R-E to the number 313131 and reserve your seat. Your seats, actually. You can bring a guest. Absolutely. Well, especially if you have a spouse, then you need a, that's That's Probably important. Yeah. It's a planning process that involves both yeah. sides for sure. But, you know, when, right when we were exiting out of the last segment, I said something like this cost can be anywhere between an additional 6 to 12K per month, depending on the quality of care facility that you're looking at. But when you add that up, I mean, that's, that's more than the, the average person makes in a year. So I mean, like you'd have to go get a whole nother job just to just to pay for this. And I'm I'm looking at this as a a child, right? So when you're looking at your parents, if there was no planning, you know, think about the burden that that's placing on your family, and that's that's incredible. I mean, that's that's something you know no parent ever wants to do to their family, to their children. But yeah. and, and more often than not, some contrib- contribution is coming from family members to cover this because of poor planning. I think that's almost one of those where it's just. I guess it happens. It happens in in certain cultures, that's for sure. You know, sure. where I'm from, it's it's kind of the norm, and it might be a social, you know, social economic thing. I'm not sure exactly why it happens, but I do believe a lot of people default to that, and I believe oftentimes it's like we didn't necessarily have a plan. Sure, I think a lot of it was that a lack of knowledge of access, yeah. uh, lack of knowledge that there's anything else out there that could have done things differently but didn't. My children will not. There you be go. Wiping my rear end. There you go. It's not yeah. going to happen. Well, so. That's interesting. You bring it up about culture. There is there is a lot of truth to that. Some cultures, and even other, you know, just looking at other parts of the world. If you just, the, you know, look at 
us here in, in America, generally, um, it's not required or, or it's not looked upon as a, a social norm for the for the kids to take the um, the elderly, you know, into their home. Um, now we still see a, a, a good segment of the population that does, but in in other countries, that is the norm. You mm-hmm. you know, you take care of them and, and you bring them into your home, um, and that's. That's the way a lot of people choose to deal with long-term care is just stay at home. In fact, that's what I want to do. Um, you know, be as comfortable as possible and just just essentially, you know, die at home if at all possible. So there is nursing homes. There's uh, what's called assisted living facilities, and some of those are very nice and have a lot of amenities. Um, of course, the the medical uh, is available both in home or at a facility. And then now we're seeing these these lifestyle centers pop up, and and we're seeing some really nice facilities here in Austin. There's three of them on the ground, and a fourth one being planned now. You can go tour these these retirement lifestyle uh, facilities. Just think golf course, cruise ship, Disney World, hospital, uh, and you pretty much got the got the picture. But you can spend upwards of fifteen thousand plus per per month on those. So the first thing is um what oh yeah that's a good point romney's over here giving me the 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 reminder ladies that's a it's a good place or no one of these facilities is a great place to get a date if you're a man absolutely right (laughs) sorry babe yeah Yeah. no if you're still active in retirement and you know you're a widow or a widower you know that's the reality is wanting to be able to enjoy those parts of your you know your years with somebody else too so it it happens i'm not going to comment on this entire on this piece you're done with that that's good. All right. So, Ronnie's talking about picking up ladies at the retirement home, and <laughs> Jaden's talking about sending people on a cold night rest. Yeah. So it's wow. pretty deep here today. Controversial. <laughs> yeah, the, the, one of the things you look forward to. Uh, that's that's if you can stay alive. Ronnie. You're staying alive. Ronnie's going to go out there and slay the ladies. All right, yeah, Ronnie. Man. That's or, great. Right. Or it'll be someone dating your wife when you're. <laughs> oh, <home>. man. Oh, <laughs> maybe I'll be in my prime by then. <laughs> yeah, you finally hit your swing. Okay. So, All right. So listen, we let's talk a little bit about the expenses and the solutions here because when you're talking about spending, whether it's five thousand a month or fifteen thousand a month, and you're talking about doing that for, you know, three five years, that this could be a quarter million, a million dollars plus of uh, of cash flow that you've got to spend at the in the last three to five years of your life. Can you imagine? So people think about this, and one of the, the the things that we want to bring back down to 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 reality here first is when you have a solid retirement plan, and you hear us talking about income planning all the time, and we talk about lifetime income planning, lifetime predictable, lifetime guaranteed income. This is why we emphasize it so much, is because if you plan your income for life, and then your lifestyle begins to change at the end of your life, then if we're whether we're spending five thousand a month or fifteen thousand a month on long term care, those are all in cost. That's not just like medical cost. That's your the, that's your all in cost to live at that point. Maybe there's some discretionary spending, like maybe you want to give some gifts or take a special vacation that's not included in that. But for most people at that point, that's going to represent ninety percent of all of your expenses, and that's the first. Uh, fact that I want to throw out there because if, if you understand what I'm saying, that's going to start to bring some some relief, just understanding that if I plan out my income properly, I'll be able to have that income there at the end of my life to take care of my long-term care expenses. You know, I think it's important that anybody listening understand that if you're listening, if you're living, 
in the United States, about 80% of us are going to need some level of long-term care. That's a big deal. That means you have to plan for it. If it was 20%, I think you could take a little bit of a risk. But 80% of us are going to need some level of long-term care, whatever that may mean. A year in an assisted living facility, six months of at-home care, 10 years of you know cognitive dis- disability. That's real. Yeah, so you're basically saying it's everybody. So if it's you're out there listening and you're like, this doesn't apply to me, you're, you're full of it. Yeah, Let's I mean, just call you out right now. If you're listening and you're like, well, that's not a problem I'm going to have because of yada yada. It's like, no, yeah. you're, you're selling yourself a lie. It's either that or move to one of the eight states. Yeah. Oh, Jeez. I didn't mean to say that. So people, when you look at income planning, and, and sometimes you have uh, advisors out there or there's a segment uh, out there in the financial world that want to dog these lifetime income instruments, uh, whether, you know, these pension, these defined benefit plans. So you have social security, hopefully everybody listening is going to get that. And we, we believe that'll be there for the long run. Okay. Believe in it. We believe America will always come through. Number two, you, you might have a pension. You might not. We've talked a lot about that. Uh, those are becoming extinct. Yeah. I was just saying uh, those Americans retiring today, only 5% of them. That's how far down it is. So, so then where else are you going to have that guaranteed lifetime income from? And that's why we talk a lot about this, especially as, as we get up there in age. We need to have a, a significant percentage of our income, our, our spending, coming from predictable sources so that we can finish strong when it comes to paying for, for long-term care. Whether it's three years, five years, ten years, if it's guaranteed long-term predictable income, then that money's going to be there for life. Well, so I, I think a lot of the you you made an allusion just a minute ago to other institutions dogging income planning in retirement. And I think it's finally coming around because uh, I read a lot of literature and I'm finally starting to see some of the big houses that you see on television running, you know, millions and millions of dollars with the ads talking about income planning. And and when they say income planning, they're using another word for really annuities, a word that a lot of people try to avoid yeah. because it's gotten a bad rap. And that's because there are bad annuities out there that you can get. But we're talking about income planning. And then this is how you get reliable, guaranteed income planning. It's through these types of vehicles. And without income planning, you're you're not optimizing your plan in order to have a long-term care benefit. That's right. So I would equate this to self-insuring. Uh, what, what we're talking about is the first line of defense, a, a long-term lifetime income plan you are taking on the responsibility of doing some self-insuring for your health care at the end of your life. And that's an approach a lot of people like, uh, but they're just not sure how, how to do that. Well, step one, have a lifetime income plan. Step two, if you want to have a second, a third line of defense, you may want to set up some vehicles that are that are there to provide cash flow and income when you need them to, gen- to pay for things like long-term care and health care. But being in the, in the space, in the wealth management retirement planning space, we've got some great vehicles. And I'll tell you, my favorite one, guys, is is it actually provides tax-free income to pay for your long-term care. So when we talk about needing to generate income at that point in life, if we can de- de- generate tax-free income, that's going to just be all, all that much better because at this point, uh, we're not having to worry about Uncle Sam and we can just focus our income on what's what the priorities are. Yeah, tax-free income is important. We talked about this too. If you're relying on Social Security, most people don't even realize that Social Security gets taxed as income. So it's a double whammy. I look at people's like very, very you know amateur plans, and it's, it's a good shot, but most of them are spin-down plans, and then they start augmenting it with Social Security income. And I'm like, do you realize that gets taxed? 
Do you realize you haven't accounted for inflation? Do you realize you haven't accounted for contingencies? You know, and they start going, oh, no, I have not. But we're talking, that's why the, in- it's, it's, it's all about, it always comes back to having an income plan. And I'll tell you what, just to kind of piggyback off of what you said, there are a lot of people that are that continue to dog this thing, the, the concept of lifetime income through insurance plans. It, it, it exists, but all the big houses are now doing it. They are because they realize people aren't happy with just hearing, you know, the regurgitation of build your nest egg, build your nest egg. It's like, exactly. fine. And then what do you do with it? You're going to spend it down? Well, hey, if you've built your entire nest egg and you get to the end and you're in a position where you need long-term health care, like it's, it's you've kind of screwed up. You waited too long. Yeah, I, and I got it. And this is what I think. And maybe maybe there's more than these, but I believe this is a multifaceted thing. When you when you sign up for one of these things, you've got you've got so many kind of there's so many pros that outweigh the cons, but you've got a a death benefit. That's a real thing that could happen. I don't know how many what percentage of those need you know get cashed in, but there's a death benefit. That's the first thing. Second thing is you could potentially create an income stream, tax free income stream. And then the third thing, finally, is like you also have a, a little mountain of money to cover this healthcare bomb that could potentially hit you, the right. long-term and healthcare you, bomb. And if you don't use it, there's something else that can possibly happen too. You don't necessarily have to take the income stream. You can actually use it as a legacy vehicle, right? And uh, Yeah, that's the number four. That's an exclamation point number that's four. Right. Yeah. I love that flexibility you're talking about with these because if you don't need it, and you don't, we don't know if, if we're going to just you know have a quick demise or if we're going to ha- have a 10-year... Uh, prolonged uh, co- cognitive disorder. So if if you don't use it in this case, you haven't been paying into some expensive vehicle with nothing to show. You just simply pass on the entire value of that account tax-free, by the way, to your beneficiaries, to your heirs. So it's it provides a beautiful um, elasticity, flexibility there when you need it. It's got a tax benefit. And again, it's, it's a great second line of defense uh, vehicle on, on when we're talking about uh, just ascribing to this self-insure approach, which is by far the best way to go. And th- this is how we coach our clients. And we can customize these and dial them in based on you know what, what their health is, their family health history, and, and try to make the best assumptions. But at the end of the day, the bottom line is, guys, is we want our clients to retire with lifestyle, confidence, and fulfillment. And there's no way you can do that unless you know exactly how you're going to deal with long-term care. The first step is to sign up for an upcoming retirement blueprint dinner. We've got two coming up in Austin, Thursday, September 27th, and Wednesday, October 10th. Text the word SECURE, S-E-C-U-R-E, to the number 313131. That's SECURE to 313131. Reserve your spots today. That's pretty exciting. If you miss that or you're driving or you're not able to take any of that down, just remember noblecapital.com. You can go to our website and you can check it out there too. Hang in there. We'll be right back. Listen to Talk 1370 anytime, anywhere on the radio.com app. Once again... This is the Noble Capital Radio Hour. And we're back. If you've just tuned in, we've been exploring some of the most versatile products in the retirement planning process. We're talking about kind of the best of all worlds, a product that can help you with long-term care, that can provide a death benefit, that can provide guaranteed income, that can also be passed on to your, your, your estate. 
I mean, what more do you want, really? You know, I and mean, we're talking about it in the context of something that nobody ever wants to talk about, and that's healthcare and retirement. So we were just diving into some of these products and solutions that are available to our clients and why we're so excited, honestly, to talk to you about them is because this is the elephant in the room. This is the number one thing that nobody wants to talk about, and that's all we're doing today is talking about it. Yeah, and if you don't think this is real life, it is. Uh, my mother just suffered a stroke. We realize that this is now a life-changing event, and the way that we're going to pay for this is, fortunately, I had a planning mom. She's got it covered. She's got it covered. Wow. Um, but, you know, it's, it's Lord knows how long this one's going to be. Not everybody has a planning mom. Mm-mm. And if you're not a planning mom and dad right now, then, I mean, honestly, shame on you, right? Well, I mean, I guess the, the more of my comment or this of my story was for a minute there, I was like, oh, it's going to be in my, me and my brothers that have to cover right. this. Yeah. And she, she, got, she had it under control, has it under control. That's awesome, yeah. man. That's great to hear. That's great. Great news, Romney. Uh, you know, we'll, I'll, I, we didn't talk about this, but I, I want to mention this about long-term care insurance because that is the typical, that's the standard go-to for people is they they just think, well, I'm just going to buy long-term care insurance. Mm-hmm. And that might be what your mom had, uh, some form of long-term care insurance. No, she's, she's got, um, she's sitting on a nice nest egg, I guess you could say. And okay. she's got quite a bit of, and she's like double insured, if you will. Gotcha. Yeah. Nice. So, on the long-term care insurance, we we see this all the time now, and I just want to make the audience aware that it's it's become a very difficult industry for the insurers now. And because of that, over the last five to 10 years, they've been tightening up their offerings in these long-term care insurance policies. And now you've got to really watch the fine print because what happens is in these policies, they have the right to raise your premium on you arbitrarily just by sending you a notice in the mail. And you could you could be paying in for several years, three, four, five years, and all of a sudden get a notice saying your premium just doubled and or it went up fifty percent. And if you can't pay that, then you could, you know, of course just surrender the policy and lose the money you have you've put in. But not not a good option. What a useless product. Right. Like the how mafia. what a or, what a or, total headbanger. Or here's sounds. the or for you special today, Chris, we can lower your your benefits down. Um, if you want to keep paying, oh yeah, the same yeah, that sounds amount. great. Yeah, yeah just a special offer. Good. Yeah, so uh, just for you. The other thing, guys, is they don't have a lot of a lot of these instruments do not build cash value. So you're paying in almost like term life insurance, and if you don't use them, you lose them. That's the part that's a no brainer to me. Yeah, <laughs> literally a no brainer. Oh, yeah. Man. So with that said, we we've shied away from long term care, and in fact, we don't even offer it to our clients right now. We we just don't think there's fair uh, you know benefits cost benefits analysis so we we use different vehicles that I, I think are more suited for our clientele and in, in what we're up against and again it's it's with that self-insure approach in mind so with that said just just be be, be beware when you're out there looking at long-term care insurance and at the same time if you have an older policy I'm not telling you to cancel it please don't do that every day in our office we review these and we talk through and and, and kind of give you some some candid objective feedback on exactly what instrument you have. And if we can make it work in your plan, great, but it might be something we want to look to replace. Yeah, fair enough. I think that's the key is to actually sit with an advisor and review what you currently have. And that's that's a mistake we've seen people do before. They tend to want to like do some housekeeping before they come in and talk to us. And they make a lot of mistakes that in many cases you can't correct. So that's why we want you to come in and meet us face to face so that you can eventually come in and sit down with one of our advisors and and have that entire process methodically laid out in front of you. That's that's essentially our retirement blueprint. And and we start this off by inviting you to one of our dinners. So one last time Romney, how can we do that? 
Simple. Text the word SECURE, S-E-C-U-R-E, to the number 313131. That's SECURE to 313131. And guys, if uh, I'll put this out there too for the listeners. If, you would, if, if this is hitting your hot button, this whole healthcare discussion, long-term care, and you've got some immediate decisions you're up against or you know somebody, friends, family – you can also just get just reach out and, and come right in and we'll sit down and talk about it and help help you in this critical time make these good decisions. So whether you come to our dinner, or you just come right in and sit down with our advisors. We we can sit down and talk and I want you to look at it as a second opinion. Yeah, there there's probably few things more refreshing than actually having this conversation. It's hard, but boy, when it's done, it's it's such a weight off of your shoulders. So definitely yeah, do it. I know it's hard for people and I know it's rewarding too when you see them leaving the office and giving our advisors a hug, right? And they're like, thank you for allowing us to have this conversation. I mean, you know, and I'll know a lot of couples out there don't want to have that conversation with each other and kind of look at us as a neutral third party to facilitate mm-hmm. that discussion. So it's real. We have these discussions every day with our clients and we're ready to have that discussion with you. So come on into one of our dinners or come straight into our office. We'd love to talk to you. You can find out everything you need to know about us at noblecapital.com. Yeah, we actually have something on the website too, guys, if you're interested. I think one, it was either you or you, Jaden, or Jess. Somebody wrote an article or some piece on the website specifically talking about long-term care. So that's something you guys could go visit noblecapital.com. Check out our blogs. You've got a bunch of great information on there, stuff that Jaden's written, and hopefully stuff that you could use. So let's do it. Let's, let's kind of close this sucker with the everyone's favorite segment. What do you say, Chris? Hey, I like it. Put your money where your mouth is. So we've got a Sean envelope that gives us a little challenge, sometimes a limerick, sometimes something awful like last week. Let's see what we got this week. All right, so I'm going to read it. It says, sum up this week's episode in six words, and you must incorporate the word tired. Tired, like retired? Like retired. There you go. <laughs> okay. How many so words? Six words. Six words. And use the word tired. So... Six words using the word tired. <laughs> okay, I think I'm ready first. Mine's a total cheater. So is mine. <laughs> He's going to love this. All right, Sean. So you can try this one on for size. You ready, guys? <laughs> Go. Hey, nobody told me I couldn't, uh, you know, do some of the other things with that word. Uh, here's mine. Lifetime income makes me retired. <laughs> 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 so here's mine. Mine is even worse. Okay. All right. I don't so, know. That was pretty good. That, well, yours was, yeah, that was lower uh, uh, tier. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Ready. Mine is simple. Tired of I got nothing? Question mark. Tired of I got nothing? Yeah. Is question mark a word for you? No. Tired of. <laughs> tired <laughs> Did of I just do I've that? I've got nothing. I'm tired. Of I've got nothing. Oh, okay. There, there you go. it is. There we go. That's good. All right. You sort of got there. I mean, I cheated and put my word in a word. Yeah. And I, I couldn't, didn't have time to think. All right. Well, let's see what the master's over here with. We got one minute, Jaden. What do you got? Well, I think I got seven words here. So, <laughs> but so here's mine. Are you ready? Mine's going to be a question. All right. Hit um, us up. Is your retirement plan too tired? No, that's it. Yeah, is your it? retirement plan yeah. too tired? You got, got it. it. And if it is, man, come on in to see us. Yeah. Do you have a tired retirement plan? 
I mean, that's kind of what we're talking about. Exactly. Is it so tired because you, it's nothing? <laughs> we should hey, probably also talk to you. It's the black hole of financial planning, guys. I got the nothing. <laughs> Man. Hey, we're having the hard discussions with our clients. That's what we're all about. We want to make a genuine connection with you. We want to do that face-to-face. So come into one of our dinner seminars. We'd love to meet you in person so that we can sit you in front of a financial advisor if it makes sense. We'd love to do that with you. We're all about connecting with our clients so that they can enjoy life with confidence, lifestyle, and fulfillment. I'm Chris. I'm Romney. And I'm Jaden. And you've been listening to the Noble Capital Radio. All opinions expressed by the speakers on this radio program are solely the opinions of those speakers and do not reflect the opinions of Noble Capital, Acute Financial, Streamline Funding, or their respective affiliates. Each speaker's opinions are based upon information the speakers believe to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Each speaker's statements and opinions are subject to change without notice. The information discussed on this radio program is provided for general informational purposes only, does not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you, and should not be construed as investment, legal, tax, or other advice on any subject matter. The information discussed in this radio program is not intended and should not be viewed or construed as a recommendation, advice, offer, or inducement to buy, sell, or hold securities, insurance products, or any other financial products. Before acting on any information discussed in this radio program, you should seek appropriate financial, investment, and other professional advice based on your particular facts and circumstances. Current or past performance is not indicative of future results. You should be aware of the real risk of loss in following any strategy or investment discussed on this radio program. No outcome or profit is guaranteed. Any transmission of information through this program is provided on a non-confidential basis and does not create an advisor-client relationship between between you or anyone of Noble Capital, Acute Financial, or Streamline Funding. Some information provided in this program may reference other service providers, including websites operated and maintained by third parties. Such information is included solely as a convenience to you, and the provision of such information does not imply a responsibility for such third-party information or an endorsement of the linked site, its operator, or its contents. Acute Financial and Streamline Funding are both wholly owned subsidiaries of Noble Capital. Noble Capital, Acute Financial, Streamline Funding, and or their respective affiliates and principals, which may include the speakers and guests featured on this radio program, may receive compensation from the sale of financial products featured in this program. Production, distribution, republication, and or retransmission of any portion of this program is strictly prohibited without the prior written permission of Acute Financial, Noble Capital, and Streamline Funding.